0: Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Thursday of the third week of Advent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Mary set out in those days and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, The infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, in these days beginning on December 17th, we're in that octave before Christmas, and we are also uh, celebrating the O Antiphons. These are the antiphons that are used in evening prayer, but kind of give a theme for the day. And today, on Thursday, we have uh, O Oriens, which means O Radiant Dawn. And thinking about the fact that, that uh, Jesus being seen as the dawn of a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. And how beautiful it is for us to reflect upon that. And today for our reading, again, we're reflecting upon those things which happened uh, before the time of uh, the Nativity. And we had yesterday, of course, the Annunciation where Mary received word from the Archangel Gabriel about her, the, her upcoming uh, pregnancy and uh, future birth of a child, a son, who would be the Savior of the world. And also she was told that uh, her cousin Elizabeth was also uh, going to have a child. And even though in old age they had given up, that supernaturally, through a miracle of God, she and Zechariah were the parents of a baby that would be born probably uh, about six months before the time of Jesus. Uh, she was already in her sixth month when the angel came Uh, to her. So she was uh, coming close to her own time of giving birth in just a few months. So uh, Mary, it says, you know, traveled uh, to the hill country. She went and visited her cousin. And I'm sure part of that was to just see the miracle, but also see ways in which she might be able to help and be close to her cousin during this time, especially knowing that her cousin was um, much older. And so uh, an an interesting encounter, though, when Mary arrives. And when she enters the house, Elizabeth hears Mary's greeting. And at that moment, the child within her womb, John the Baptist, leaps in the womb. And at that moment, as, as John leaps, then Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit and begins to prophesy So we have an an amazing spiritual outpouring, a kind of a revival taking place right there in Zechariah's home as Elizabeth begins by the the power of the Holy Spirit to prophesy over her cousin. And again, when she says, most blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. uh, These are words that we repeat every time we say the Hail Mary, every time we offer the rosary. Uh, These words are spoken and uh, are, again, a part of the reflection as we journey through the life of Jesus. And it's interesting as she finishes that, that particular sentence, she goes on to say, How does this happen that the mother of my Lord should come to me? So God has revealed to her the glorious nature of the one who dwells in Mary's womb. And and again, it said, at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. And then it's interesting what she says, blessed are you who believed what was spoken to you by the Lord, that it would be fulfilled. Again, Elizabeth was not there at the time of the Annunciation. This would be something that she would only know. And so for her to share that news with Mary would be an amazing confirmation of the divine visitation that took place because here is Elizabeth many many miles away uh, and yet at the same time through the illumination of the Holy Spirit she hears and knows that this visitation this annunciation took place and so what a what a powerful encounter that Mary has and out of this out of these words uh, blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled at that moment Mary begins her own prophetic pronouncement that we now call the Magnificat and the Magnificat is something that we, uh, we pray every evening and evening prayer and it's used in other ways and devotions as well so we have this wonderful encounter between Mary and Elizabeth. And again, one of the things we see is that the stage is being set. John the Baptist is about ready to come into the world. And he will be just enough older, just enough ahead of Jesus, that by the time Jesus is ready to fulfill his ministry, John the Baptist will already be established in his ministry as the precursor, the one who comes before the Messiah. So this is, again, a powerful reflection for us as we anticipate the Christmas that is about to come. And one of the things that's unique about this Christmas, here we are, we're in Advent 3, the third week of Advent. We're already uh, celebrating the O Antiphons. We're already in that octave because basically— the fourth week of Advent is only one day long and not even quite a whole day because uh, Advent 4 is the Sunday of Christmas Eve. And it's the one time where uh, we have the shortest Advent possible. lasts three weeks and one day because on the fourth Sunday of Advent in the evening, the vigil is the Mass of uh, Christmas. And again, it's, it's a powerful time. So we're in the countdown. We're in those stages of waiting for the coming and of the Christ child that we might celebrate again 2,000 and some years later, what was brought forth in our world two millennia ago. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son,